There is no shortage of ways to fund your exciting startup, but if you dive headfirst without correctly understanding which approach fits you best, you might find yourself regretting it later down the road. My company Jexo went to two rounds of funding, one year apart, and both have been the best steps we could take at the time for our strategy to grow. I'll tell you exactly how we successfully got funded. But first, let me explain the various investment options you should look at and most importantly, when you should avoid. I'll try to keep it short and sweet, but if at any point you feel the pace is slow, do increase the playback speed slightly. And if you want to skip to a specific section, this video has chapters, so feel free to skip around. There are plenty of ways to get money to sustain your early business, but in this video I will talk about six common options amongst them, a couple that we actually used as well. Now, quick disclaimer, I am by no means a financial advisor or investment expert, but I'm running a company that sees success on the back of two investment rounds, and I also had to look into this topic. So make sure that you do a bit of digging after you watch this and make your own mind. Some of you are probably rolling an eye or two on this one. If I had the money to fund my startup, I wouldn't be looking for options, you might say. But the reason I have this option here is that honestly, putting your own money into your business is the option that enables you to retain all of your equity and have less stress about making enough money to repay loans and such. So if you have some funds somewhere aside and pondering if to use or go for alternatives, consider that funding yourself gives you the independence even for a short term. What do I mean by short term? Having the ability to sustain your business to grow for a while will place you in a better position to bargain better conditions for all of the other options, be it better loan terms, more family trust to fund you, or giving away less equity for the same capital. Now, you might not be comfortable putting your life savings in the business because it might turn out into a risky affair where you wind up losing everything. And honestly, that way of thinking is entirely okay and normal. I'm afraid I have to disagree with all of these gambler entrepreneurs and attic angel investments telling you how no one will trust in you and your startup if you don't put your money where your mouth is. Apparently, if you don't risk absolutely everything, you don't believe enough in your business and you're bound to fail. I'd argue that you're more likely to fail if you put your livelihood on the line without a contingency plan and without even considering risks. Starting and growing a startup is risky and you need to be calculated rather than reckless because if you flop, you hit the ground hard if you bet everything. If instead you prepare for any type of hurdle or flop, you'll manage to pick yourself up faster. Asking family and friends for backing is standard practice. And although personally, I'm not that fond of this option, that doesn't mean that is not for you. Many entrepreneurs get started with financial support from family and mainly because loans from individuals you know 
have better terms than any other financial aid. It's easier to convince your aunt to back you rather than a financial institution or a complete stranger. Where things kind of fall apart for me with this approach is the risk of ruining relationships. As I mentioned before, no business venture is entirely risk-free and a sure thing. So why would you try and convince Aunt Polly of that? You know she's not gullible like that. You listen for my footsteps. No matter how much you believe in your potential to succeed, you have to evaluate the risks and have a sincere discussion with the people who will give you the financial support you need. Set the expectations, right? Because the last thing you want is to be in a situation where you lose their investment and lose their trust as well. You can't really hurt the feelings of a bank or VC firm, but you sure can ruin relationships with close ones. So think if this is the option you want to go with, and if you do, make sure you set the right expectations with those involved. Getting a business loan to boost your growth is usually considered good practice because Plainly speaking, that extra capital injection should give you a boost in revenue later down the road and enable you to repay the loan back. They're also not that hard to get. Depending on the bank and country you're in, you could get a loan of say 50 to 100K without a personal guarantee. Here in UK, we call it unsecured business loan and you can find a max of 150,000 pounds loan without providing some security. But like with everything else, you need to make sure that you do your due diligence. If a loan you're after, find the right one for you. Think of how much money you need for how long of a period, research options, and find one with the lowest fees and the best terms for you. And it's very important you think of your company's projected revenue growth and really understand if you can afford to repay the loan with the terms provided by the bank. Suppose it's not just money that you're after and you need mentorship, business support, training, networking and resources. In that case, you only have two options fit for you from my list. Strategic partnership funding and accelerator programs. The first one is what we chose, but I'll talk more in detail in a second. Startup accelerators, also known as seed accelerators, are fixed-term cohort-based programs that include mentorship and educational components and culminate in a public pitch event or demo day. Basically, for a defined period of time, you and other entrepreneurs like yourself participate in a program organized to provide you with guidance and resources to get you ready for a pitch for an, an investment. Over this period, the focus will be mainly to get your business in shape and nothing else. You also usually get a bit of a seed investment from the accelerator in exchange for a small chunk of equity in your business. The average is around 25K and is excellent because it usually means you can dedicate yourself fully to the program rather than having to chase money to keep you afloat. Some of the bigger well-known accelerators are Techstars and Y Combinator, but accelerators like these are notoriously hard to get into and most often they are structured to help you get ready for an investment round. If you're already in a good place, you developed your proposition and you're ready to pitch for investment, then this might not be the option for you. 
An angel investor is an individual who provides capital for a business startup, usually in exchange for a convertible note or ownership equity. Angel investors are usually high net worth individuals looking to invest in the early stage of startups when things are a lot riskier. But it also means that equity offered to angel investors is usually larger than when getting, say, venture funding later down the road after the startup builds momentum. This means angel investors, also called private investors, will give you funding with better terms than any VC because they're supporting and funding you and your potential rather than your business value, which might not have all the credentials yet. Most of the time, private investors will invest using crowdfunding platforms or through angel investor networks. And I mentioned convertible notes earlier, and this is an alternative to giving an investor equity straight away. A convertible loan note is a type of short-term debt that is converted into equity shares at a later date. Investing in a startup via a convertible loan note typically allows the investors to receive a discounted share price based on the company future valuation. If you and your investor disagree on your valuation, say the investor thinks they should get 20% of your company for like 100K, but you think your company is worth more than that and want to give them 10% for the same money, instead of giving up negotiations, you could agree on a loan note where the investor pays you the 100k in advance and gets to convert that into equity at a later stage say when there are more results and a fair valuation can be established these agreements usually come with terms for example a conversion latest date and a per percentage discount from the valuation at the time of issuing the shares Private investors do usually have connections and can help you with mentorship and business opportunities, but not at the level that other companies in your industry can support you. Typically, strategic partnerships happen between two companies where one possesses more business assets or expertise that will help the other by enhancing their business. When you think of partnerships, you might not necessarily consider funding and you might have the perception that both need to provide equal value to each other. But this is not always the case. There are well-placed companies in your industry that see your potential and are willing to support you with funding and resources to help you accelerate your growth in exchange for a percentage of your company. There are two good reasons why you should consider such an option. One, you learn all the tricks from a company that's a few steps ahead. Two, you get presented with opportunities and doors open up to you because your established partner company is endorsing you. Both of these factors will create an acceleration vortex for your startup that can multiply your growth way faster than any of the options uh, discussed previously. But it does come with a price. The partner company might be interested in a significant portion of your company and some level of driving control, which ultimately might not make you feel you're in control of your own company. That sounds intense and maybe spooky for some. And if that's the case for you, then don't give up just yet. There are suitable companies out there that are willing to come to a balance agreement with you. And whatever you do, make sure you properly think and contribute to the partnership terms so that you have no regrets down the line.
Speaking of suitable partner companies, Resolution is similar to us, an Atlassian app vendor, but the older and wiser version of our company. They have the funding, the resources, and most importantly, for Nikki and I, the culture fit. So when Christian, the founder of Resolution, mentioned he'd be interested in discussing investing and a strategic partnership, we were open for it. I knew Christian from Atlassian events where we talked in person and the topic of funding actually came up in a casual call about a topic completely different. And this is why networking and making friends with people in your industry is so powerful. Without that, you're a stranger to everyone else and less likely for anyone to listen when you need support or help. Nikki and I were at the time employed doing Jexo on the side for less than two years and we were just starting to look for options to move and focus our, on our own business full time and luckily we didn't have to look far. Sure, the 5, 6K and MRR quality product and founder potential contributed to successfully partnering with Resolution but things could have looked different without already having known Christian. So with the help of seed money and expertise from Resolution, Nikki and I spent 2020 focusing on making brilliant project management apps for Jira, growing a solid team and building brand trust through marketing activities. All of this started placing Jexo under the spotlight as one of the most exciting up and coming startups in the Atlassian ecosystem. With the pace we had at the start of 2021, we were on our way to becoming sustained by our own revenue by sometime mid-year the same year. However, we had bigger plans and wanted to capitalize on the momentum, so we decided to go for another round of investment. We assessed a few options, which included VC or another company partnership. However, we were in a different place now. With a long-term plan of action, all we needed was capital injection to make the extra hires we required and invest in marketing initiatives. All this and try and avoid giving up a good chunk of the company. That's why the Atlassian Venture Program was the perfect solution for our needs. Atlassian offers loan notes with really good terms to startup like ours. To put it plainly, you get a loan that can convert into shares at a future investment event. And if Atlassian decides they want to convert, they get shares worth the value of the loan with a discount as a benefit. If the node never converts in six years, we repay with a very small interest. Our growing positive reputation also meant that getting our submission approved was a breeze. Today, we scaled to where we needed to be. And yes, sure, our self-sustainability milestone has moved by a year, but nothing wrong with that given we'll be sustaining a bigger operation quicker we're more than happy to move the flag further down the line as you can see there are plenty of options for you out there and each of them different than the other it all relies on you to take what you feel is the right path for funding your business i do hope that some of my thoughts and the glimpse into our funding history can help you in your journey I'm Bira from Jexo and if you think this was useful, do share this video with others that might be researching this topic. Give us a like and subscribe for more content like this. See you in the next one.